live. And I heard a, a screeching, solid, between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. Happy National Prayer Day. Stay prayed up. God bless you. Corrupt FM, simple, it's an urban powerhouse, slash radio station, slash family unit, do you know what I mean? The biggest and baddest pipe radio station in the land, aka Corrupt, like best believe. My name's Glenn Beck. That's Hillary. Hold on, I'm Gary Johnson. Hi, this is Barack Obama. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Only people that Jesus had a relationship with in the Bible. He did nothing but protect town whores, prostitutes, people in jail. The Epstein death. Yeah, he was. Why? He was uh, certainly it wasn't well done. They had no cameras. They had no anything. Everybody was sleeping, and you know, there the, the case could be made. Look. I'm not going to get involved in it, but I can tell you, a case could be made either way. Happy National Prayer Day, it's your boys dudes are us. Let us tell you we are not to be fucked with we will Millie rock on Joe Rogan's grave because we own the podcast game. We love you thank you for listening please subscribe and download. Enjoy IIYI. Explain that to me. What is that exactly? You throw candle pin bowling, you throw three balls. So you At the to... same time? No, you get no. instead of oh. throwing twice, you throw three times. And it's mm. ten pins, ten frames. So that's normal. So perfect bowling. game is three hundred than like nobody's ever coming any close to that. You got forty one though out of yeah, three hundred. It's the same rules as normal bowling. So you Correct. just start throwing them like, at, a, mm. at, a, at a candle pin. The best person who was bowling in league last week only threw a 137. But the game is fucking hard, dude. The, the pins don't go down like a 10 pin. Like you can't just roll it in between the two head pins and hit a strike every time. Yeah. Because <sighs> no, the I, pins I, just I, go everywhere. But you were, you're from here. You grew up playing candle pin bowl. Like, Regular bowling was no, not an not. option in my life. Oh, you didn't, dude. Regular bowling yeah, was not an option bowling. in my life until all we did was regular bowling. I've until only played like King started opening up in my maybe. in my like late teen or like there was a Jillian's in in Providence. Mm-hmm. That place had regular bowling, but like up until I was like in college, it was candlepin only in New England. Jared, you still sound kind of sick. Uh, do I? We only had, we had Iroquois lanes and Canada Harry where I grew up. That was 10 pin bowling, big ball. We went fucking all the time. Nice. You guys do a rock and roll bowling.
where it's like at night? Uh, I don't know if Iroquois Lanes did cosmic bowling. Probably not. The bowl away in my hometown did. Uh, I don't know if they called. I don't think they called it cosmic bowling. I think they called it disco bowling. But it was candle pin. It was mm-hmm. in a basement underneath the hardware store, and uh, certain nights, not every every week, but certain nights of the month or like your birthday, you got your birthday party there. They would put on the like disco lights in the bowling alley, and that was pretty tight. Oh hell yeah! You got like invited to a birthday party at hometown bowl away. And it was like a disco bowling. That kid was fucking cool. That kid's parents paid extra for that. Yeah, bowling or laser gate was always a big deal. Oh, yeah. There's I would a- like to say that I got a 41 the first string, but then my last string, my third third up, I got a 76. So, Did you get any nice stitching done in your shirt? No. Oh, <laughs> dude, I would have put a dope fucking... Uh, a like shirt is stitch on as fuck, patch. dude. Oh, really? Did we already talk about this. Your what your name is? We you did, but I don't remember. No, we don't have a team name. Do you mm-hmm. have like team nicknames for each other? Or are you like? No, just Paul. <laughs> Polly pins with a Z. I That's like that bad idea. Um, Polly ten pins. Hmm. Yeah, it's just like false advertising, though. <laughs> it's aspirational bro you're allowed to do that there you go that's hilarious before i forget this the other day uh yeah i guess i'll say it was at work whatever we were talking about that fight at the patriots game oh yeah dude, i heard about that so i was saying like you know as an adult if you get into a fight like that's probably always going to be the outcome because you're not fighting it's not like being a little kid and you get into like a scuffle with somebody and you guys might like fight for, you know, 30 seconds. And then it is what it is. Like as an adult, if you get into a fight, it's like if you're fucking trying to end it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're not necessarily it's, it's trying very, to kill. It's over very quickly. You're like kind of, and you're kind of banking anybody, on like, like bystanders breaking it up. Yeah. You're like, you're definitely trying to knock the other person out. There's not like a good outcome for fighting is especially cause you're a lot stronger as an adult. Mm. So whatever that sets it up. Thanks. Sir. So I, I was saying that like, there's no honor in fighting in my opinion, like fuck that shit. I'll fucking gouge your eyes. I'll kick you in the balls. Like <coughs> I'll hit you with a surprise headbutt. Mm. And then this other dude goes, I'll fucking bite your dick. Oh God! What the? Fuck? And I was like, "Whoa!" What? So then I asked him, "If you're gonna bite the dick, and this is a question for you guys too, if you're gonna bite the dick, are you gonna bite it like a corn on the cob or like a hot dog?" <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ! So he, so he, I guess here's the thing: is like, wait, Hamburger I mean, I'm dog, not right? gonna. <laughs> is the dick out? The dick's just out there? Uh, I have no idea. Over the pants. He, he didn't really uh, elaborate as to what he meant. <laughs> I assume I mean, that if you're biting the like dick a... through, like, through, like, khaki cargo shorts, it, you're just biting the fly of a pair of khaki cargo shorts. All right, the dick is out in this one. So are you biting it like a corn on the cob or like a hot dog? I think you got a corn on the It's, like, way gayer if you bite it like a hot dog. You got a corn <laughs> yeah. on the cob, bite it. That's that's pretty much what we've all come to. <laughs> <laughs> the 
there's no there's no uh situation where you'd put the whole dick in your mouth <laughs> yeah that's so funny <laughs> now granted heard- the dude that said this is like fucking 55 years old and has three kids <laughs> so i just what happened in that uh that fight because i only saw it on uh twitter or not saw the fight but heard saw read that it happened and Bro just, bro just got flatlined and hit his head. Twitter said that he called him an asshole or something, and then he got flatlined, unfortunately. Yeah, calling somebody an asshole is not a reason to get killed. Come on now. I mean, are I call you people getting punched? All the time. Are you getting punched or are you getting killed? Well, yeah, but that, that I that mean. situation, he did get killed. <laughs> you get um, punched, right? If someone's like, fuck you, you fucking asshole, punch him. Then he, then it's like you. The guy went as far as a punch. I don't There's even a, know that it's worth punching somebody over that. Somebody called me an asshole at a fucking football game. I just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> I hear what you're. I hear what you're saying. Hey, fuck around and, and find I, out, right? <laughs> but uh, there's a fucking. Oh, this is boring. Uh, there's like a doctrine in in law called the eggshell skull rule. Which is like if you punch somebody and unbeknownst to you, they have some crazy rare disease that their skull breaks like an eggshell. Yeah. And you were just punching them to like punch them. But you, but because they had this disease and you didn't know about it, you killed them. Yep. That you're still at fault for murder. Manslaughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you like it's like you don't get to like it's not a viable defense in court to be like, well, I didn't know when I punched him that he was going to fall over and die. Uh, You know, so I guess if you didn't know about that, folks. Eggshell skull doctrine rule. Yeah, I guess the thing is, is people. uh, I mean, it's fucked up either way, right? But. Uh, yeah, I don't think you anybody should be running their mouth at all because that thing could happen. Anybody could just tee off on you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was the other thing. Bit, I said it's a little yeah. bit of both, right? Yeah, it's like, like don't, just feel like trying to fight somebody. You don't know what the fuck they do. Don't run don't your be, mouth. Yeah, exactly. Because you could get fucking somebody's line. There is just Someone no picks good it up like Bane did back. Like fuck, Jesus Christ! Somebody picks you up like Bane did Batman and just breaks your back in half. Dude, right. think about all the psychos just walking around all day. And that's the thing is like you're it's it's like you're mediating you're mediating society between like rational people and psychos. So it's like you should also hey psychos, you also shouldn't fucking throw fists just because somebody called you a fucking idiot. But yeah. uh those are might have been more than that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean what 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 you know, it's the tough. Twitter response was pretty uh outstanding for me to actually be like, damn, maybe this guy didn't like wasn't just preyed on as a random hit because uh it was no, like they were definitely arguing weird yeah that's that's god just that's don't like argue with people just they walk were, away they were like in the he was a fucking miami fan and they were heckling him Which, oh, fuck patriots the miami fan punched the patriots fan but Which, like uh, again who get like come on did now. that guy get arrested uh i would imagine I doubt you can just the kill somebody day, at the Patriots. They're still like looking for him. Let me see this. Oh, they have a video of it, but Patriots fan was in the game. There's actually some good news coming out of this area because then there was um, 
Damn, when did they find the guy? They're not good news, but have you seen the billboards, Jared, on your way to work for the woman who ran her boyfriend over allegedly and just is this left the, him? Is this like the Canton police cover up thing? No, but I've it, seen the it's like a big QR code and it's like free free Karen, Karen. or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, so, yeah so Shannon looked up the story and they were like drunk at the bar. She drove him home. He got out of the car. She did a three-point turn. She went home. Didn't hear from him. Like, next morning, I think. Maybe later that day. Still drunk. Drives over there. The dude's just dead. Just, like, dead in a snowbank. Because she fucking, like, she ran him over. Called the cops. And she's like, yeah, I ran him over. And now my understanding. She called the cops. After she, like a day after, after she the, went, well, yeah, after she went back and realized he was like dead in the snow, she called Jesus. the cops. And when the cops got there, she said she ran him over. And now, for whatever reason, the billboards are all like, free this woman. And it's like, what the fuck? She was drunk and she ran somebody over. It seems like pretty, like, cut and dry. Well, I, I mean, I don't know anything about get this. drunk and run somebody over. Oh, for sure. Jesus. I guess I don't know anything about this, but. If she was so drunk, she didn't realize she ran him over. How I get that in the light of day, you'd be like, oh, this is where I dropped him off. And here's a fucking dead body, which is crazy that she's the one who found it. But like, how does she know she's the one who did it? Like 10 minutes later, a plow could have come by and killed that guy. Mm. This is prosecutor said O'Keefe was struck by Reed's SUV and found the following morning unresponsive in the snow outside. Why I guess I'd want to know like what house? physical evidence was on his body or on her car that proves that she's the one who hit him. Well, wait, why did she go back to his house in the first place? Maybe I'm wrong about that part, but in any, I think it was her boyfriend. And I think my understanding yeah. is that she couldn't like get a hold of him. Jesus Christ. But the crazy thing is she like, I mean, maybe she was still drunk, but she called the cops and was like, I did it. <laughs> That's like, She's very sure of that. It's pretty crazy. Here we go. The defense also claim uh, tests conducted on O'Keefe's clothing and pieces of broken taillight found at the scene. Okay. Well. I mean, in any in any event, I couldn't imagine like going and standing outside of the courthouse and being like, "Free this woman!" Why? Uh, it's definitely. She... Oh, go ahead. No, she'll get off of it. Think so? She'll get that Rhode Island judge who just gives everybody like parking on pavement tickets. Yeah, he's like, you know what you got to do? You got to come back in. We're gonna talk about it. You're out of here. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I ran him over, but we could probably just get this down to a moving violation. What were you going to say, Jared? Uh, I mean, I guess I just feel like there's, yeah, I mean, there's not enough. There's no witnesses, and it's too circumstantial. Like, he could have, he could have just, like, yeah, there's no way to prove that in a court of law. Uh, like, I've been drunk enough in my (laughs) life, allegedly. So to take a nap on a snowbank, be like, I'm just gonna sit in this snowbank for a minute while I sober up because I can't finish this walk. I've I'm been glad there. That, that story went that that direction. 
Yeah, but I don't think he froze to death. I think that he fucking has trauma on his body. Jesus Christ. From being hit. Maybe the <laughs> Dolphins fan just crept up on him outside of his yeah, house. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You gotta go. Maybe he was so drunk he was mouthing off to the, to the about the Miami Dolphins. Boom, serial puncher. Uh, but the internet's fucking weird. That's the thing is like, I don't think I care enough about this. This is like a pretty run of the mill thing. Like, oh, she probably killed him. Cool. Bad slaughter, uh, drop charges. If she goes to trial, she'll get the charges dropped, but no one wants to sit in jail that long. Or she probably like gets bail. One of those things that like the internet decides they care, like people on the internet decide they care enough about. Yeah. Where they're like, there, there's inconsistencies in this case. Her boyfriend had had multiple sclerosis and hmm. therefore this could have this could have been a uh natural death and a coincidence and you're like he died in why sleep. do you care though why do you care there's like way bigger things to put attention on in the world than that manslaughter drop charges unfortunately here's another one mexico said that they ran forensic tests on the mummified alien? aliens and that they're real no way. That's awesome. Now, they How don't do let they... anybody else look at them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they did like MRIs or CAT scan or something. Okay. Had to be an MRI, right, Jared? CAT scan is like brain waves and things moving through your body. Um, An MRI would make more sense for the corpse of the alien. I think yeah. the CAT scan could still find some bad shit, though, if it needs to. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, if you want, like, I mean, the Mexican, even the Mexican government has the uh, resources to do both because they're kind of hmm. better at determining different things. Um, CTR CAT scans better for like. Isn't a CAT scan for functional though? Like you would look for blood flow through the brain. Or am I uh, misunderstanding that? Said something else. That might be a can't remember. Man. It's been it's been a minute since my fucking college classes on this shit. But I, uh, I mean, they're both 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 of them are going to give you detailed images of the inside of something. But I think they're just better at like like one's better at like bones and mm. one's better at like blood and stuff like that. You sleepy Jerry again tonight? No, am I? Do I sound sleepy? Oh, I thought you would. Uh, no, you just the way you said that about the classes, it sounded a little, little sleepy. Uh, I did. Uh, if I do sound sick still or whatever, you know, wedding weekend and I. Oh, I've, been, I've been good about not smoking cigarettes, but anytime I'm with my that group of friends, I'll just be chain smoking. Did for you three, uh, for three days straight wear fucking dress suspenders? The, the suspenders that hold up the the pants with the nice suit no 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 it was a uh i didn't I think learn. i might try to pull that off next I, I mean i like it as a look i didn't learn this till i got there and i had already packed my clothes but i got there and they were like yeah it's like a it's like a fall casual attire and i was like what does that mean and they were like like you don't have to wear a suit and i was like the fuck i only brought a suit um <laughs> But then I was glad. I mean, then I ended up being clearly like no one else read that. Like there was like four people who were in like 
you know, like a paisley button down and like regular pants. Mm. Most people were still in suits. So I was like, all right, I'm fine. Like, would you guys make rather... wedding invitations? If you've got a specific expectation for dress, like include pictures, like make it very clear and include pictures. Cause I don't know what cocktail attire means. No one does. What is, uh, would you guys rather trust like a, uh, Indian hospital or like a hospital in India or a hospital in Mexico? Uh, probably Mexico. Uh, probably cleaner. Yeah, I would guess no, that. No too. offense to the Indian folk. I saw like a hospital in Sri Lanka on Reddit, and it was like, yeah, this hospital won't stop rusting. And it was just rust everywhere inside the hospital. Well, yeah, and I feel, yeah, I guess I'd say Mexico because like they've gotten pretty good at doing hospitals because mm. of Americans wanting to go there for cheaper health care. just getting shot. Well, that too. But mostly, honestly, mostly to cater to medical tourists from america yeah that's true because you have to have some nice hospitals if you're gonna get the you know relative big bucks but uh uh-huh. yeah i feel like indian hospitals you just would wake up and there'd be like a, a baboon or something next to you <laughs> like they just probably have like a monkey problem in the hospital yeah that really scares get those me. monkeys out here's a good one here's a good callback to last week also so many bare feet i bet the fucking doctors don't even wear shoes that might be a little bit racist, but like we we're, we can all agree, there's a lot of bare feet in India. Mm. Bombas, um, Bombas, get on that! I don't know, Bombas. If you want to be a sponsor, we will happily help put socks on all the feet in India. Hell yeah, bro! I have many pairs of Bombas socks, but great socks. Um, I listened to a whole podcast about this uh, ex Mexico. I don't, I don't know how you would describe it. He was a police officer in Mexico, but like a cartel police officer. Yeah, exactly. Like a special yeah. forces police officer, I guess would be how you say it. Like a narco. Like he was, he never took money from the cartel. He was just spent his career fighting the cartel. So he made like only like 200 grand off the cartel. And uh, oh, the <laughs> that's no that. money. That's no money. And that. I didn't make, I didn't take any bribes, but I took, you know, a few. He is convinced that the next big, he's an American, he lives in America now. I think he's actually an American citizen. Uh, He's an Uber driver. And his (laughs) um, takeaway is that he thinks that the next big American conflict will be with Mexico because of the cartel. And that he thinks what's going to lead up to it is that the cartel is going to take over an American city. And I'm like, oh, in yeah, my head, right, in dude. my head, I'm like, that shit doesn't really make sense because in Mexico, like, you know, there's not a, there's a good army, but there's not as strong of an army in America. I feel like they would just be like, Hey, if you're not a cartel, you have until this afternoon to leave Chicago mm. and then starting at noon, we're coming in and we're just going to kill everybody. Yeah, or they're just gonna send a drone. You're just here, and then there'll just be a fucking drone that's blowing up all of those counties. That's what um, I mean. They would be like, everybody can leave. Martial law has been declared on New York City, so you need to leave by noon, and then after that, you're considered a combatant. Yeah, 
we're just going to roll the tanks and we're going to roll in the autonomous AI dog <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. killer robot. <laughs> Dude, they could send like the volunteer weekend army people and it would wipe them out. Uh, I don't know, dude. The cartel is pretty good. So I mean, like, if you needed to, if you like how you would get to the point where, where you, like you basically are like Batman Bane style, like control of a city by a cartel. I don't actually think that is possible, mm. but if it did get to that point, unless they little, unless they did the exact same thing and somehow like had a nuke or like had, you know, some mutually assured destruction thing. Uh, yeah, we just have overwhelming numbers. You'd just be yeah. like, cool. Send in, send in the weekend shift. There's 300,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, literally that. And you'd have, and it's fire. And, and the cities that they would be most like, like they're not, I know there's a big cartel presence in like Atlanta and Chicago and stuff. Arizona too. Well, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is they're not taking over like, like a liberal East coast city, taking over like Laredo or do you know what I mean? Like a border city in Texas where it's like everyone there has guns. (laughs) You don't only have to worry about the military. You have to worry about urban warfare from fucking rednecks with guns. Mm, They they can fight too. Um, I just don't see that happening. I thought, I mean, Arizona, they have like, don't they own like, they like have a real, they bought like a mortgage company and like now like 5% of Arizona's houses are owned by the cartel or some shit. Yeah. I mean, that's how they do. Uh, I mean, that, yeah. I think there's, like, I mean, there the are senator's wife or something. There was like actually turned out to be a cartel person. And I think there are some smaller like border cities that, you know, we care a lot less about because they're not. Whoa. I mean, I'm saying this cynically as a, <laughs> the government cares a lot less about because they're kind of, eh? uh, but essentially are, you know, functionally run by the cartel in the sense that like, if you were a enterprising young sheriff of that American town who wanted to go against the cartel, you'd just, you'd, you'd mysteriously die instantly. Think about the bros too, like the 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 Mexican bros. They're all five foot one, chapos. They're so tiny. It's we crazy. We just send the big fucking six foot four retards yeah, that love America. Corn, corn fed <laughs> fucking southern boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Driving, then the other weird ones are just droning from their house. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, I know the the cartels have. They're not you know, fighting with sticks or anything. Yeah. But like technologically speaking, we've got, we've They're got so the badass, the upper hand on that too. Like everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. Uh, I think we talked about this, but that like satellite picture that, you know, everyone during Trump's presidency that everyone like made a stink about, he like tweeted some, picture that was from a satellite that was classified and everything. Oh was yeah. Like, and I, and like yeah, that was fucked in the sense that he just didn't he doesn't have the fucking self-awareness to know that like to like have listened in the meeting where they were like here's a picture but like it's classified. Don't put it on Twitter. Wow, great. Uh, but also that the, <laughs> but also that the satellite that that was so classified that we freaked out about was launched in like 1991. So it's like yeah, it's 
it's technology that's and the reason it was classified is because like no one in the world knew that you could take pictures that good from a satellite but then you're like yeah we have that and we've had it since the 90s like we're still classifying stuff that's like in its 30s uh so yeah fuck you yeah, we we just lost a fucking plane that was like 43 million dollars <laughs> or so, billion dollars or something they're just like yeah it's lost we don't know where it is yeah it's fine don't worry <laughs> about it crashed in some field <laughs> we've we don't know where it is for the five days and, uh not even it was like i was watching the news today allegedly this is like the pagosian thing like the wagner group guy he could still be alive jared's got mm-hmm. a point oh absolutely they're like, yeah, we found like all this shit in a field here in South Carolina and people heard the plane come down. So it's crazy. It's wild. Don't worry it about it. It was just an unmanned plane. We're like, oh shit. The whole story doesn't even make any sense. The guy ejected from the airplane, but like turned off the transponder. <laughs> what? Oh, so dude, I didn't lost. even know the whole story. I thought it was just like one of those unmanned planes. No, it was two guys flying the F-35s, which are like the newest stealth technology. It can hover down. doesn't even need to actually land. It can just stop and then use jet propulsion to hover down. And two dudes were flying next to each other in tandem. The one guy ejected from his airplane, and then somehow the other jet pilot lost it, even though he was right next to it. Why did he eject? uh, They haven't. They haven't said like the Pentagon is obviously looking into it, but they haven't declassified any part of it yet. Yeah. It was just one of those fucking crazy dudes that are just like, it's probably just some fucking retard dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude was like, I wonder what happens if you push the eject button. <laughs> that's why I mean, it's so tempting. Anytime you like, that's probably one of the harder parts about being a pilot is like, you have so many buttons that you never need to push. Even in the car, dude, I've opened the door probably last year, up until last year while I'm driving, just to make sure it opens every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, it still opens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like crazy how that is. Because you can't like lock yourself in the car. That's every time what I think. Like it just locks you from the outside, obviously. Yeah. But you could just open that bitch while you're driving. It just opens the lockup. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, you want to be able to tuck and roll if it comes to it. I still got to figure out that question about the if your car is flooding, do you stay in it or get out? I think. But how do you get out if your doors are covered? Like I said, you don't have a Yeah, motor. I mean, if you got power windows and like the battery and like you still have power in the car, maybe you just but like all the water really whooshes in. in. I still, I mean, I think. I think if you, and I get when you're like in a panic situation, all bets are off anyway, but I think what you want to do is, uh, it's right. It's going to be harder to get out the more the car sinks Mm. and your biggest issue is going to be, you have finite air. So I think you want to try to get out and that might mean like opening the door or the window and the water whooshing in, but you're like, you maybe that's the point at which you like hold your breath. And then you're probably not going to fight the current of water flowing in the car. And then when it kind of equalizes and you're not fighting the current, then you swim out. But I don't, but again, that's like a lot of activities to process when you're like in a panic situation. 
personally, I would just be trying to get out as quickly as possible. Mm, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's a good. It doesn't note. feel like a like, you know, like a wait a wait kind of situation because you could get like swept away by a current or like the water's deeper than you realize and now you're just fucking sinking. I don't know. Too much. This is mostly just like in the one. It's like that crazy flooding that you guys had. That's what I was saying. Like you're on a street. Oh yeah, I see that shit all the time. People like think they can make it through what looks yeah, kind of like yeah. a. And turn then around, don't drown. Turn around, don't drown. So, but if you if you don't turn around and now you're drowning, I think you get out of your car because I don't know more more freedom. So if you if you drown in nine inches of water, probably had it coming. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If, if you're driving your car and you somehow end up in a sinkhole, you probably had it coming. Let's just be honest. Yeah, God damn, dude. Imagine coming to stand trial for that Patriots game and then you have to be held in fucking wall wall pool for that shit. You're getting your ass whooped every day. Gotta drive oh, by yeah. Norfolk County prison pretty often. Um yeah, that guy's I mean the sports shit is pretty dumb, but yeah, that guy for no other reason than being a Dolphins fan is getting Maybe rough... actually, maybe not. Maybe he'll be like, I'll fucking do it to you too. You want to fucking get some? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he just fucking karate punches everybody. You got to be terrified though, knowing that everybody's like looking for you right now. You're like, <clears throat> you got to wait it out. Yeah. But then you got to live with that the rest of your life. That feels like the easiest part. You think so? Living with murder? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not saying I want to do it, but... I don't think I could, dude. You live with a lot of shit. I think you can live with more than you realize. What about you, Paul? Uh, Probably not. I mean, I like ran over a snake at work the other day and felt bad about it, so... Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do with that feeling, though? That's what I was like... I fucking, get that, like, like he punched smoke, some guy and smoke a crack or something. He didn't Take like shoelace out of my pants and hang myself in my cell. What is that going to accomplish? Jeffrey oh, Epstein. I'm, say, I'm saying uh, it's different. If I got like arrested for it, I'm saying if you get away with it. Oh, if you get away with it, yeah, I probably wouldn't feel that bad. No, I'm saying I'd feel fucking so shitty, dude. I think Every if you day get away you with it, you look over your shoulder that you're going to get popped because dudes are getting popped with like murders from like 60 years ago still. You'd yeah, get away with it, you'd probably be fine. I think if you had to sit in a prison cell for the rest of your life, you'd probably you'd feel that. I just that do push-ups. Th- that I'm more apt to uh, get get off it off myself. Yeah, it depends if you, if you're in a federal prison or a state prison. I think it would suck either way. It's fucking people up screaming all night every night. You got to deal with some yeah. asshole. Federal they prison, like federal minimum. You in the room eventually, with the same person. Eventually get into a really low security, eh, you'd be able to get by. Like I said, that you you get an Xbox, you can do some yeah. hard time. Um, yeah, when it's life, the I mean, Just I guess play I an Xbox know. with the bros every day. I actually, don't think I would. It, it really, it does really depend on like how much, like 
I don't know. Just hanging out with the bros playing Xbox. Yeah, that I could probably do. 25 is probably different. Like, if you got into a fight at a football <laughs> game and killed somebody, I think that'd be pretty hard to live with. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you think of that. I think if, day. like, somebody fucking tried to, like, carjack you or you got somebody broke into your house or, like, somebody tried to be violent oh, to yeah, you of course, and you dude. defended yourself, you probably wouldn't feel bad about no, it. Oh, yeah. Because that has a reasoning. I'm saying, like, something that you could be like, damn, if I just shut up and just didn't do that. Oh, yeah. Your whole life changes. Whole in life, life is ruined. Of, yeah, four se- <laughs> like four seconds. You know what I mean? Like literally ruined. Obviously, you, all, you guys have always heard that those stories. Like in my town too, it's like oh, oh, the bouncer like you know did that, and then the bouncer cracked some dude's head open. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. That's fine though. Yeah, I remember growing up playing that uh fucked up knockout game and i still get shivers about that about being a, a dickhead to uh i know i was just a part of the crew there was uh some psychos doing the punching but it was pretty fucked up yeah just go hit taurus out of nowhere imagine that you're just on your fucking vacation you just get pummeled out of nowhere yeah that's rough yeah that's really fucked up those types of situations you're like okay you should all go to jail Forever. That's like premeditated, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that, like, probably it's it's tough, right? Because at that age, maybe you maybe you get a judge who wants to set an example. Maybe you get a judge who wants to be like, "I'm not going to put a fucking kid away whose brain isn't even developed." Yeah, exactly. Um, threw piss on some tourists one time too, but they definitely deserved it. Yeah, that's different. We call, uh, you know, maybe we called them something and instigated, but what it is what it is. Should yeah, but they, but they also, but you also live there and they don't, which exactly. gives you, you know, like, uh, you get like rights. You should right walk it in the fucking street like a fucking dickhead. You should be walking on the sidewalk. I mean, that's very valid, actually. <laughs> it's extremely valid. You don't fucking live here. I got so like angry those about that, in that video. I got so angry about that the other day and I don't even know why I cared. I I think I was when I was traveling too. So I was like, I don't even have like the hometown, but it was like just somebody who just like was walking in the middle of the road instead of on the sidewalk. And it wasn't like a parade or some shit. I was just like, what do you, I just like it mentally just, I was like, there's a reason like society has, you know, a few rules that we all have to follow. And one of them is like, mm-hmm. don't fucking walk in the road. Yeah, it pisses anyway. me off. Who the fuck you think you are? Yeah. Paul, you eat any yeah, I, uh, I any know bowling perfect. food at the bowling place? Oh, yeah. No, nah, they don't have food. They just have like three taps. That's awesome. They don't have got, any food um, at all. No chicken tendies, nothing. I was going to say, no chicken tenders at the bowling alley is kind of sucks. They have a bending machine. No, nah, they're like, really, uh, really about it. With like they paydays just, they, and like they have like the uh, bowling alley, and then they have like a bunch of arcade games, Damn, like uh, claw that. games. How the fuck do those places like pay their rent? They're Pro- definitely like laundering. <laughs> I mean, I the know, place. Well, I guess I don't know how much you can launder through a bowling alley, but you're like it's a front for something. 
I assume every bowling alley in the basement has a criminal enterprise happening. I don't know, bro. One of my coworkers' family owns a bowling alley. He owns the Norwood Sports Center. All right, well, way, way, way to dox a criminal enterprise, a local criminal enterprise. Now the cops are going to go in their basement and find that they're... He owns uh, the... Uh, he'll find the other 20 lanes that are down there. The Northampton Bowling Super Center. Yeah, exactly. There is one in that town. They're probably trafficking humans in the basement. <laughs> if that one's still open, shout out to that that bowling alley. That's great. You must know uh, that one. It's across the gas station. Yeah, I know that one. Is that still there. open? It's still there. I don't know if it's still called that, but it's definitely still there. I don't know. I'm just guessing the name. It's, I don't even think it's called that. It's like right there before the rotary. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah I've been there. That's kind of like, wow, this is how this town should be. It's like the Christmas be. party spot. Yeah, Instead, this town's just bagel places that fucking don't even have bacon on the goddamn sandwiches anymore. Well, bacon is an animal. I've never been in a more right-wing town than Northampton. Left-wing. Uh, they love Republican. Northampton? Yeah. Northampton? You mean the, the literal gayest town in Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm that's just not joking. even. That's not even a dig. That's just that's just what they're known for. They know they're proud of that. Don't I've been like it. actually in the town maybe like twice, and it's like the most expensive town I think I've ever been in for buying like buying food. Oh, definitely that. But it's surrounded by right wing towns, and then it's its own little liberal haven. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I yeah, it's like the yeah. Don't say the wrong thing. No, there's no, I was. I mean, I was going to talk no, about I'm like saying Smith. in the town. You can't say the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it depends, right? Any like any town like that. Like if you're at the right bar at the right hour, you can say what you want. But just make a bacon, egg, and cheese, people. In general, you know, that thing they say about spiders is true of like lesbians there. Yeah. yeah. What do they say about spiders? Or they're like, you're never more than like six feet from a spider. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. What about if you're in one of those? Um, Where'd you go there? They kind of, are you sure you weren't at like a Jewish bakery and they just, they don't mix meat and dairy? I mean, there's, there are, there are a fair, if you're like on that downtown main street area, there are a fair amount of restaurants that are like strictly vegetarian and, and it's not like in the name where it's like, you know, yeah, no dude, you see a you coffee breakfast sign. I, I need to get in there. And yeah, one of the places are like, we don't have breakfast sandwiches. Like, what the fuck are you serving? Why do you fuck you have tables in here then? Um, yeah, you just have a couple. I can just have coffee. Yeah. Fuck. I like went into one for probably maybe even the same one. But it was like, oh, I wanted, I wanted, I went in there because I wanted coffee, and they, they only had so they had coffee and like teas and stuff, like normal cafe stuff, and then the only food item you could get was like scrambles, what the fuck like is tofu that? scrambles. Oh, there was like God. Five, like a five, five or six different tofu scrambles, and it was like, oh yeah, just like spinach Terrible. and feta tofu scramble, like fart city, dude. Yeah, just that. I was like, who eat? It? But I, but obviously, like that's just their. There was like people who go in there psyched for their tofu scrambles. Yeah, dude, um, I see that on Reddit all the time. People eating tofu for like thirty days to save money. 
not good for you. There's too much estrogen and shit in tofu. Shitting your brains out. Just like you can't eat. You got to balance. estrogen in tofu? That's pretty there's awesome. phy- There's like uh, phytoestrogens in soy products. Uh, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that in like a red pill, like don't oh, eat soy products kind of way. But like balance it out with some stuff because it actually affects your hormones. Can I, uh, do you guys have a... I got like a um, comeback story of the century for food play, for fast food places. Let's you guys it. have Panda Express up there? Yeah, dude, there was a panda by my apartment in Westwood. Uh, if I was like, if I was like feeling like I hated myself, but mm. I wanted, but like in a good way, I'd get, I, I'd go to the panda and get, dude. Yeah, you know. I, I thought the same thing. <clears throat> then I learned on Reddit that that's like an actual spot to get healthy food and they they make like uh that uh this like whatever the string bean chicken and super greens today yep. dude no one no one orders it there so they make it fresh every single time it's fucking Green. probably the best thing i've had oh yeah i mean if you i will say of panda if you if you happen to can be i say the panda, panda also is is uh how do i say this correctly traditionally people the traditional people are working that. At yeah, this I've one. noticed that too. Pretty um, epic. Uh, there was also a panda at the casino that I was living in for a few months when I lived in before I moved to Vegas. And yeah, like late night, like a twenty-four hour panda in your basically mm. like in your apartment building. Uh, late night panda was pretty sweet. But yeah, I'll say I hundred percent agree with you. Like, if you happen to get to be ordering Panda Express when the like chef in the back swaps out the dishes, like you just got a freshie. Uh, it's really good. And even if it's been sitting there for a while and you're getting like the the shake of the thing, it's like not bad. But I didn't know the hack of like order this like you know thing they make fresh. It was it's so fucking, kind of healthy. Yeah, because there's nothing down here, especially at that place. That's the next one is like a Culver's. Which is uh, absolutely, I could eat Culver's every day, but it's just, you know. Butterburger, baby. Wisconsin food, but it's so fucking good. It'll just, but yeah, dude, dude, I'm yeah. with and you. Like, the pandas down here, the, they have one <clears> every <throat> strip mall has Panda Express. Is there a non Express version of Panda? No. Mm, a sit down Panda. Just called Panda. It's this Express. one, I will say, I'll take a bold, t- bold take on it, even though I'm a fan. Panda Express. Two legs up on Chipotle, especially on the interior. The interior was really nice too. A very um, clean. Maybe it was just a you know this these uh, owners, as they are traditional, be. they I take mean, that Ch- shit fucking serious in there. Chipotle used like the first Chipotles that opened before they were bought by McDonald's were really nice. Like the inside had like weird yeah. Mexican art Oops. and shit. And it actually had real tables you could I sit out of one in Rhode Island. I had no idea what it was until it was too late. But yeah, yeah I went in, it was really cool. Walls were and like then, cool red color. Yeah. And then McDonald's bought them and like took them, you know, national. Like then there was just hundreds of thousands or thousands of Chipotle's over the court. And then McDonald's like sold them again or spun them off or whatever. It's still pretty. Healthy option. Bro, what's, what? What's the uh, 
P.F. Chang's. That's what oh, I'm thinking That's a of. nice one, yeah. Yeah, Chang's is the... Uh... Yeah, the Chipotle. Just get veggies and... Uh, so what the fuck is a Panda Express? Lettuce and double chicken. It's more... Uh, Panda's more of a fast food place. So it's it's more the Chipotle model where you go in, there's like they have a counter with a bunch up. of dishes. It's real walk, you, though. Yeah, yeah, they're cooking it right there. But I guess, I mean, Chipotle does that, too. But, uh... And then you get like a, you know, they, they let you, there's menu items and you can get like three entrees that would be like a beef and broccoli, like a walnut chicken and like whatever. And then you can pick rice or lo mein or super greens. So it's just like a make your own Chinese food combo. Yeah, but they have healthy options, boys. You got to get that next time. You feel powerful after too. Is it crazy that we're calling a P.F. Chang's classy? It's probably it's like an Applebee's, right? No, it's I actually would, pretty decent, I thought, right? I Maybe think they're I'm nice just that trashy. Yeah, I've eaten Applebee's. one before. I've eaten in one before, but it's just like a chain restaurant. It's a chain restaurant. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like garden. So is Chili's is not on the list, but is Applebee's on your guys' list? Is that a good to go? I like Chili's. No, I'm saying though, you said your wife doesn't rock chilies. Oh no, right? she doesn't like any. But I was curious. Oh, okay. So Applebee's is up out of the question. Applebee's is off the list. Damn, I was thinking. I was hoping that there was like a good rivalry between the two of Applebee's and Chili's. But I would think the that like Apple, kind of, but Applebee's yeah, I, might be a step less. I think. I mean, personal bias. Applebee's feels like a step less to me. Like it is. I would go. I I would and did go to a Chili's as recently as Friday. You didn't like or, it no, though. Saturday, um, and it was great. Every everything oh. I had was great. I thought you said that you didn't like it. No, I said. I mean, I was excited for the Nashville hot chicken uh, because it was a new menu item, and I'm a big chicken crisper fan. So I had high hopes. And all I'm saying is that the Nashville hot chicken crispers. Are not as good as the Chipotle or the whatever it is, Chipotle honeyer. I can't remember what the other flavor is. Yeah, it is Chipotle. I don't know what the other flavor is. Uh, not as good. So, so it sucks to be like, oh, I tried this new menu item, and I'm gonna, and actually, I'll just go back to my usual order. Um, so it was fine. Like, I'm also gonna give. Chili's corporate the benefit of the doubt that the Salem New Hampshire Chili's food service was great. No knocks if you if you ever hear this. No knocks in the service. I think they they did a great job. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give the corporate the benefit of the doubt that they maybe prepared it incorrectly because the sauce was kind of like gritty. Hmm. Like it was very heavily sauced to the point where like I could there was like grit in the sauce and that felt like maybe. Either the sauce was made wrong, or like it wasn't cooked right, because it I could feel like I could I could feel the amount of spices in it in my teeth. Shit. And there's no way that that's like there's no way that made it through. What like, makes iterations. the Nashville hot, uh, thing different? I don't like it, it. Was not like any like Nashville hot chicken I've ever had in the sense that like my opinion of Nashville hot chicken is usually like it's a hot breading. Mm. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a dry rub. Or a breading seasoning, and then they put maybe hot honey on it, so it's like a very mm-hmm. sweet glaze on the chicken. My That's understanding what... is that you make you make a, a hot breading, 
Yeah. But then what makes it Nashville hot chicken is you, you reserve some frying oil and you put in the same spices that you put into the chicken breading and you just take the chicken and you flash mm. in the oil real quick and that's your sauce. Okay, that makes sense. So they're not oily, oh. but they've got like an oil sauce base on them. So maybe they made it correctly and I've just not had good... I mean... What else? What I'll say of it is it. It was. It certainly it was, doesn't look like Hattie B's. It was fine. It wasn't great, and my gripe with it was that I. It was like gritty in a, in the way that like, I could just like, crunch the spices in my teeth. Yep. And maybe that's what it's supposed to be like, and I just and and maybe the revelation right now is I, be like that. I don't like Nashville hot chicken, but I've had it or i've had what like restaurants have claimed other restaurants have claimed was like oh our nashville hot chicken sandwich and didn't have that like it felt like a more like clear or like smooth sauce and this Mm -hmm. was like a very gritty sauce i mean the picture you sent they just looked like uh they look like pizza pizza place buffalo tenders yeah and, and and if what you're describing is right in that you're like flashing the chicken in like a in like a spicy or spice oil. oil then again like what mine were like dripping coated with a sauce not yeah. oil like a sauce juice fork um, and knife you have to right yeah you, you 100% have to on those so fucking soaked um yeah it was soaked so i don't know maybe i don't i guess my review on the chili's nashville hot chicken crispers is uh that they'll probably won't be around in a year, hmm. um, which is fine because the Chipotle honey what ones else are. What other everybody else get? Uh, let's see. Get to order Southwestern egg egg rolls. Yeah, Paul loves uh, those things. Mm-hmm. I did not. So okay, so um, I'm trying to remember. So I think there's a quesadilla explosion uh, salad or whatever. Nobody got that salad at Chili's. What the fuck? No, it was like it was like uh, just can't do a salad. It was there. like three or four girls in the group. The girls got girl food. I'll grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Quesadilla explosion salad. They want gender equality. Order a fucking chicken crisper. Mm-hmm. Poopy um, pants. Yeah. <laughs> someone else got a chi- yeah. Start farting. A chicken crisper plate. <laughs> But like the unsauced ones, then you just get two different dipping sauces. That's I didn't think that was an option. Yeah, that's an option, which is great. I'm a little bit. Other than I like the other the other like tossed wings um, a lot. That isn't a bad option. Mm -hmm. Someone got a just a cheese quesadilla with beans. On the what side. the fuck is going on? She's, she's vegetarian, so it's still it. terrible. Grow up. I made her go to a Chili's and and knowing she was a vegetarian and knowing that there's like basically nothing on the menu she can eat. So I'll give her a pass. Uh, then uh, Rich got a platter. You can get like a pick two or pick three platter. And I want to say he got. Oh, yeah, I know. He got ribs and oh, what the fuck? He got brisket. What the uh, he hell? Got, I think you get. I think it's like a pick two or pick three entrees, the and then you fuck? get two sides with it. 
I mean, so Chili's we, is known for the baby back ribs, right? Isn't yeah, that, that was like thing? their whole thing. So we got ribs and I. And I, I don't think, think got, I don't think anymore though. I think it's the same thing with Chipotle. Chili's yeah. baby back ribs. Like, he got ribs and he got so something else. I can't ribs remember are what definitely coming out of a bag along with brisket. Yeah, and then he got the sides were corn and pause fries. I think. Uh, then someone got gotta oh, get double fries. Actually, mad respect. For one of my friends there, she got just the the appetizer sampler as her entree. Yeah, that's what I usually try I to do. I thought that was fucking awesome. The fucking, you get the big one with the big mouth bites and then some of the boneless wings and then something yeah. else. Uh, mozzarella sticks. There was the Southwest egg rolls on there. I was like, that's actually like a smart as hell entree. I used to do that um, at the 90 diet. I used to get the uh, wigs and wedges. Uh, appetizer for a fucking dinner. Yeah. It's not a better fucking um, meal. I don't know. There was a couple others that I'm forgetting. There was like it was there was nine of us there. I can't remember what everyone got. Someone got a uh, a Reuben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody ordered off menu and asked for a uh, pizza, a, a Chicago deep dish pizza. They went to the Unos across. They the made plaza. it happen. They would have. They were psyched. We were there for some reason. They bend down at the table, set, just crouch down next to the table. Yeah, she was she was thrilled. It's everybody we had. It's everybody had. I'd um, make that joke if I was a waiter at Chili's. You guys ever been here before? And and we were like, uh, I don't know. We've talked about how like I I will I will never inconvenience a server more than I already am by asking them to just do their job. Um like the normal things like you like there's no way for us to transact without me ask like you asking me what i want to eat and me telling you so like Mm. that is inconvenient enough in my mind Mm -hmm. but this group but you know you're with a group of friends and different people are different and so we get like you know the the chips and salsa and queso and then they're she comes back and they're like can we get like three or four extra bowls to split up the salsa and the queso so we don't have to reach across the table and like actually can we get like another plate to split up the the chips and all this stuff where I was like, oh, shut up. We're at Chili's. <laughs> barely get anything else besides the meal. You tell um, them to stay prayed up. If they remember anything, it's a blessing out there. Um, no, I mean, to her credit, she was super accommodating and brought all the yeah, dumb things my sure. friends asked for, but it was mortifying to me that we were, that we were lightly inconveniencing this person. Live free, hon. Stay prayed up. Live free or die. Uh, yeah, New that, Hampshire. Was, that was tight. Yeah. Live free or don't. And then I went to Canopy Lake Park. Hell yeah. Is that indoor? Canopy Lake Park is outdoors. Um, it's got the, it's got like this, like 70. No, it's more than that. Now I think it was 75 years old. Uh, I think it's like 83 years old. Wooden roller coaster. Called oh, the that's where Cannonball. that is. Yeah, I don't think it's the oldest one in the country, but it's like definitely old. Does it go? Oh, it goes like that so bad. One of the buddies we were with, uh, he's just never been on a roller coaster before. So that was fun because like that was the roller coaster that I that was like the first roller coaster I went on when I was like eight. Uh, And so when I was eight, it was a big deal. And then as I got older and especially now, you're kind of like, this is fun in a nostalgia way. But this is like, 
kind of a fucking bootleg ass roller coaster. You like, but like uh, being with somebody who's never been on a roller coaster before and is having their like childhood, like oh my god, experience is actually a lot of fun. You like roller coasters in general? Oh fuck yeah, I would go on. Like the more you can make me think, I will actually die right now. Jesus. Um. Oh, so good. Paul, you like roller coasters? I can't. I don't know. I don't like them that much. I, 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 like I uh, they just make me super fucking dizzy every time. Yeah, I get that. Like if if you're just like get disoriented or or they just make you feel sick. Yeah, I like. I mean, I one they don't to me, and I just like the those like moments of like, I don't know, controlled. Like you pretty much know you're fine, and it's all sort of it's safe enough that they run these, you know, every day all year, and very minimally do people get injured. Um, and as proof, uh, I was, so when I was in probably eighth grade, I was, or I can actually find probably the exact date of this. Um, mm-hmm. pull it up. Old. All right. Think about your all time favorite Halloween costume that you've ever had while, while you're holding. Uh, okay. So it was in 1999. Ooh. Is that possible? How old was I then? 28 years old. I was... You're a dick. <laughs> I would have been... <laughs> 11? Yeah, that's possible. Uh, no, I think it was later than that. Agawam. 2001. Post, pre-9-11. August 7, 2001. This is when it was. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So I would have been in 8th grade. Uh, I was in line for the Superman roller coaster in Agawam, Massachusetts when it crashed. Jesus. And like 14 people were injured. Uh, a bunch of people got like the skin scraped off their face because of the way their heads smashed into the cars, you know, like the this lip on the cars in front of them. Um, and I witnessed that when I was 12. Jesus. And still went on that roller coaster i mean they shut it they shut the park down for the day like i was i mean i was a kid so what does it matter that i was pissed i was pissed because we had all had to leave um and i had only been there for like an hour but we got a rain check and then i went back later that year like in september and went on that roller coaster so nothing's gonna stop me uh to answer your question pobs this so this is this is probably my best Halloween costume. I, uh, so I was at a party. So I was at a party in Alston. My Halloween costume that year was as a suicide bomber. Nice. And I wore a, I wore a, I wore military fatigues. Uh, I bought a, a bullet belt or, uh, you know, like one of those, uh, like fake, like AK 47 bullet belts. And I wore that around my chest. And then I made a fake like bomb vest out of, uh, like I made, uh, used like, like, uh, what the fuck are they called? Wrapping paper rolls as painted them red and then put like electrical tape and wire around them and made a bomb vest. And then I wore like one of those head scarves, Kafia or whatever they're called. Jesus. It was like uh around my head. You should just put on a backwards Adidas hat with a crock pod, walked around with it. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. And I mean it's in retrospect, like <laughs> I'm not gonna put it on Discord because it's 
a lot, but I'll sh I'll uh I'll share. I'll text you guys a picture when I have a minute that to was a talk to your joke. <laughs> Hell yeah. Little Zarnaev. Uh guy's innocent. So the best part about that costume was I was at a party. <laughs> so I, I wore that to a party in Alston. And it was not great. I mean, this was after 9-11. And it was, I mean, it was not well received by like the general public. Um, but it was not, wasn't that bad either. But anyway, I was at this party. Uh, good times, whatever. My buddy who uh, is a Marine or was a Marine mm. and was deployed overseas, unbeknownst to me, deployed overseas in Afghanistan, unbeknownst to me, was on leave and surprising like us the homies by showing up at this halloween party without telling anyone he was going to be there <laughs> so i'm like legit in a terrorist out cost suicide bomber terrorist outfit smoking a cig in the backyard with our homies and like this dude shows up like surprise and i was and literally the, i just looked at him i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and then he laughed he thought it was funny but I felt terrible. Uh, mine was also in college. <clears throat> and I was a businessman on vacation in Hawaii. So I had a button-down uh, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. A pair of slacks. Uh, a thrift. I went to, like, the Goodwill and bought a, um, like, a suit jacket. And now the on vacation part was the Hawaiian shirt. And then I had a Ziploc bag full of uh, flour. And I had it all over my nose and my face. Love that. And throughout the night, I just kept, I, as I got progressively more drunk, I just kept on putting my face back in the bag so that, you know, my, my, my cocaine mustache stayed on. And, uh, the next morning I got actually sick from it because I had so much flour up my sinus. <laughs> yeah. Blowing flour boogers out of my nose for the next two days. Yeah, that'll happen. Got a picture of it somewhere. I'll have to find it. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. <laughs> that is really good. Um, picture me sitting on a couch just with my friend, just look fucking thousand yard stare with a bunch of powder all over my nose. Uh, I would say second best when I, I would have still liked to go as a terrorist, but it, I, I felt like as I, it got like less. Okay. Weirdly, it got less. Okay. Um, I, I did like a, you know, it was, this was more of a lazy one, but I was like going to a Halloween party and I needed something. And I, uh, I did one of the, like the character, I don't even know if it was a real character from the purge, but I basically found a purge mask at Newbury comics, wore a suit and then carried an actual ax around. Um, and that was fun as fuck because, uh, that costume really hinged on it being an actual ax and it freaked the fuck out of people. That you carry around an ax? Like an, like not a prop ax. Like people kept being like, wait, that's not a toy axe. And I'd be like, nope. And they're like, I don't think you can just carry an axe around. And I was like, well, I am. Uh, and people found that really upsetting. That's hilarious. That's like one of the dudes that carries like a <laughs> snake around. He's like, I can carry a snake around. I can carry a snake around. <laughs> um, so that was a fun one too. Damn. 
Where is this picture? What about you, Aiden? You ever wear a Halloween costume? Uh, nah. I was going to say I had one when I was a kid, but uh, as I quickly started selling drugs, I would just show up in a normal Nike hoodie and just yeah. sell drugs to everybody and then leave. Yeah. But when I was a kid, sure. that got me thinking. I guess last one I did was when Scream was big. Yep. And I had one classic. of those sick Scream. I wish I kept it to do like, you know, whatever. Home invasion or, or robbery of a home win would be nice. Um, it was like one of the Scream masks, but had like a heart pump thing that you had in like tucked under your shirt and you would pump it and it would just blood would come all down the screen face mask. Yep. Yeah. I remember that one. That one was tight. That's probably the best. Nice. That's a cool. Oh, I need to bring a screen face mask back. What's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Bring that back. Promise of the internet is a lie. What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. I never even seen Scream either. I just know it from Scary Movie. Right? Uh, Yeah. Which but- is, I mean, that's where that <laughs> reference is from. Oh, okay. That's not from the actual Scream movie? The... The Ghostface so killer. Yeah. No, that's not from Scream. Ghostface yeah. is uh, is in Scream, but not the was uh, that was an invention of scary movies. Is Scream like a uh, funny, scary movie? No. No, it's a Raven movie, so it's just fucking... It's definitely funny to watch in retrospect. You can be Officer like, oh, Doofy funny. ends up being the killer. That's the... Spoiler What alert. is it? Jesus Christ. Who ends up being Isn't that what they call him in scary movie? Oh, is that I don't remember the difference. Yeah. Who? The like mentally retarded brother isn't his name Officer Doofy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's where that guy comes from. In the movie, there's I think that I think that same actor is in Scream, right? He plays the cop in Scream and he ends up being the killer. Or no, it ends up being he's one of them. Hmm. I don't know, dude. Scream's confusing. It's, it's fucking one of those movies that has like four twists in it. Twister. Also Twister a good movie. Was, Twister was a good movie. Though. What is that? People just get lost in a twister? Um, What is that? Helen Hunt and uh, old what's-his-face? Billy Bob Thornton. No, not him. He was in Bandits, which is an underrated film. Helen Hunt. Who the fuck is this? Um, but it's like uh, they're storm chasers and uh, they are trying to like map like the interior of tornadoes and um, uh, they the tornadoes like got it out for Helen Hunt and it's like trying to get her. No way. Like killed her dad. Like killed her dad and it's like Trying to like killed her dad when she was a kid, and now wants to like finish what it started and kill you her. Killed dude. my dad. The storm's just like, whew, 
And I'm like, what is, it? is it Dennis Quaid? <laughs> Who's you the uh, male lead in that? Killed my dad at a Patriots game. <sighs> I think it waiting. won. I know. <laughs> uh, I think it was. Hold on. Helen Hunt was definitely the female. Oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton was the male lead, and then Bill Paxton is like being Bill Paxton, and he's like, he's like Helen Hunt. You you need to get over the past and focus on <laughs> and focus on like me and like sucking my dick. And she's like, oh Jesus, she's like tornado. That's it. and she's like the tornado killed my daddy. And he's like, he's like, forget about that. And then they like go in. They literally go inside of a tornado. And, and like release these machine, these are the like robot drones that like record the inside of the tornado. And then that like does some science and where it like fixes everything. Okay. That's such a good movie. Maybe that Batman seeing people almost die on the Batman ride really did fuck you up a little bit, Jared. What does that mean? Uh, you haven't seen the movie that was like other than the scene where they're where uh, where wind chimes almost kill their aunt. Uh, when like a tornado, like they're like off across the state, like on the other side of Kansas. And then they're like, you guys, the tornado's on the other side of the state and it's going after your aunt. And then they like race across the state too. And they get there too late. And the tornado has like blown a bunch of wind chimes at I this mean, woman's quite house. Honestly, you're like, all right, whatever. It's just my aunt. I mean, it's sad, I guess, but like, so here's, so the best part about that film uh, and this was uh, this was like an there was like a trend in the mid '90s going up till the like uh, till 2000 basically, like 9/11 kind of like put a put the kibosh on disaster films for a while, um, but but mid '90s into up until you know 2001, uh, disaster films were really popular where it was like tornadoes and like I think it kind of kicked off with the perfect storm and then you had like Twister and you had fucking uh, Deep Impact, and you had uh, a bunch of other stuff. You had the that uh, volcano, um, but so there was all these movies where the villain was a personification of an of like natural disaster. Where it's like like uh, gas leaks. There was like a volcano. There was one in, that was a volcano that erupted in L.A. and the and you oh Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak was so good too. Like so good, so bad. Um, fucking vol- so in volcano the villain was a lava flow and so they had to make that exciting by like the lava flow like basically has sentience and can like you know they're not that literally but they'd be like oh the lava flow like got into the subways and now it's like taking a left and it's gonna get inside this children's hospital and you'd be like that's not how lava works it's just liquid guys mm-hmm. Um, and they did the same thing in Twister where like they gave the tornado like a personality and it was like, so it was like taunting them yeah. where they like were chasing this tornado on, on this side of, um, of Kansas. And it was like, haha, bitch, I'm going to kill your aunt. And she was like, see, this is why I can't love you because if I don't focus for one second, it kills my aunt. Yeah. Uh, you just be so like, good. Hey, whatever. Look, get, get my aunt out of here. Um, what about Twister the Drink? I don't remember that one. What? Twister the Drink? Look it up. Is that some kind of like strawberry kiwi thing? No, it's just a fruit punch. 
Oh, they, this didn't exist when I was like at at like juice drinking age. This is what, bro? Gen Z. Yeah, this is some Gen Z. You don't drink juice right now. Weren't you just talking about being healthy? Yeah, Twister, Twister, one hundred percent existed when you were of juice drinking age. Yeah, dude. I wasn't. I didn't really grow up in a juice family. Yeah, hell. If I drink limeade, you're I'm fucking, not fucking. That's bullshit, bro. You're Mexican. What you drink? Nectar. You didn't yeah, drink bro. juice. Come we on. didn't drink juice. <laughs> you, all you I had was nectar in the house. We didn't, have, juice. we didn't have tampicos. We didn't have goya fruit nectars. We didn't have simply lemonades. We just weren't a. We weren't like a juice family. I don't know what to say. Mm. We were a soda family. I, I don't drank, believe that. I drank. Yeah, bro, he's lying. Drank, drank pineapple flavored Goya soda and Sprite until I realized until like my mid twenties when my parents both got diabetes and were like, "You, everyone in our family gets diabetes. You should probably just stop drinking sugar." So the so juice is like your family's twister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It comes, it comes after everybody. It does. It does. <laughs> That's why you that's I get it, man. Hey. I'm just I was asking. I was just wondering. Um I had three Pepsis today. Hell yeah. <laughs> wild, dude. Did I ever tell you that my so my dad this is when I I think I realized like, oh. So my dad uh got pre uh type two diabetes somewhere when I was in my like early teens. And so his doctor was like, You gotta stop drinking like soda like cut the sugar so he just switched to diet coke oh my god uh, doesn't it have more sugar in it or it has, has more caffeine it has aspartame in it, it has so the so they just replaced the sugar with aspartame um which is a non-caloric or low i think it's a non-caloric sweetener but the, the thing about aspartame is uh it it's gets metabolized you. it's great for you um it gets metabolized into so uh, uh, into methanol, like wood alcohol. Jesus. Um, and it's fine. Like if you're just, if your aspartame consumption for the day is like a packet of sweet and low or two packets of sweet and low, that's fine. Your body makes methanol all the time. It's like a metabolite you know how to handle. But if you're my dad and you were told by your doctor you're not allowed to drink sugary soda anymore, so now you're just chugging Diet Cokes like like. 12 a day there's people that still do that i know he was getting he was drinking so much diet coke that it was that he would go he would temporarily go blind shut the fuck the up like like midday he would go blind because so much methanol so methanol has an affinity for your optic nerve uh so it collects like around your nerves and it it basically like pickles your optic nerve temporarily uh, and makes it not work, and then it eventually wears off. That's why, like, uh, you know, like moonshine, like bootleg alcohol. They, there's like that trope that it makes you go blind. It's literally the same thing as like if you fuck up, you know, distilling uh, or fermenting and distilling alcohol. You can accidentally introduce a bunch of methanol into your ethanol, and that methanol will make you go blind. So. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but don't drink so many Diet Cokes that you go blind. That's pretty I think crazy. You should. Yeah, maybe you go blind at the perfect time, like when they're like, you, you know, you have to read something bad. You're like, I'm blind right now. Uh, 
can yeah. time it out, you're like, I'm one Diet Coke away from being blind as fuck. Temporarily. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, uh, are you Jim, Jim Stevenson? And you're like, I'm blind. I can't, <laughs> I can't see that you're trying to serve me paperwork right yeah, now. One second. Let me just crack, crush this 24 ounce. I'm blind as fuck right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, watch you that. Can't watch, serve me paperwork. I'm blind. Watch that clip that I put. Watch that clip that I put in the chat. Short. Twister. Uh, it's only a minute and thirty seconds. Mm. Give it a. Well, what is that it's supposed to be? Hail? The fuck is that? Those yeah. little, no, those are the robots that they have to get inside the tornado so that it can record what happens inside tornadoes. That was the whole uh, pretense of the movie was that Jesus Christ. they needed to get these little circular robots inside of the tornado to record it. And that would allow them to do better at predicting tornadoes. Oh, you weren't kidding. The, uh, the whole, it was, she's actually afraid of the tornado. Yes. Yeah. You were like, Oh, I think seeing, I think you are brain damaged from witnessing too many people die on roller coasters and I gave you a faithful retelling of this movie. I didn't say anything about that. You basically did. You were like, hey, dude, fuck you. Only scene I can remember from the movie is the very beginning where they get down into the storm shelter. That's the scene where her dad dies. And it actually is a good scene because he's Jesus. like, so they're, they're down in the storm cellar. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this film they're down in the storm cellar because there's a tornado and and it's passing right over their house and her dad Helen Hunt is a child like a you know old enough to know what's going on but young enough to be like traumatized a child in the storm cellar and her dad is holding the storm cellar door shut and then the tornado passes right over and sucks him out into the tornado and he his body is never found the fuck yeah yeah what the hell uh next week we can talk about dante's peak and everything that's great about that film dante's inferno no uh well clearly the volcano i think they even reference it in the movie the volcano dante's peak is a reference to dante's inferno but that's a that is, I, I don't know if it came out. It definitely came out in this. I think it came out a year after. Okay. Uh, doesn't really matter. It came out in the mid to late nineties. Um, and the premise of that one is it's like a sleepy, like it, uh, I want to say it's like Pacific Northwest ish town uh, that has a volcano. And that is a Pierce Pierce Brosnan is like a volcano scientist. And who is it? Uh, the girl from Terminator. Uh, Andy Richter. Uh, <laughs> shit. What is her name? Is that what she was in? Yeah, Terminator Two. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's the mayor of the town. Okay. And uh, in in the same, and this is the '90s, so remember, like 
Oh, she's Sarah Connor in Terminator 2. Uh, whatever her name is. Um, so Sarah Connor from Terminator 2 and Pierce Brosnan are in a town. And this is the 90s, so female leads are always uh, uh, just incredulous uh, and need a man to tell need a man to tell them what's going on, and so Pierce Brosnan comes to town, and he's like a he works for like the U.S. Geological Survey, and he's like he like plugs his computer in, and the computer starts going crazy, and he's like, "What? This volcano is about to erupt!" And he goes and finds the mayor of the town, and he's like, "Sarah Connor, I'm British, and your volcano is about to explode," and Sarah Connor's like bitch, this volcano isn't even an active volcano. It hasn't uh, erupted in ever in like lifetime. And he's like, well, I was there for like minute Krakatoa or what he, I was there for this eruption and look at these readings. They're exactly the same. This thing's about to blow. And she's like, it's an, it's an election year, sir. I can't afford to have this in an election year. And so she completely blows him off. And he's like, well, there's nothing we can do. He goes back to his like volcano friends and he's like, there's nothing we can do. They won't listen to us. So well, let's just get out. Let's just get out of Dodge. Mm. So they're about to pack up and leave. And she's like in like a gymnasium at a campaign event. Okay. And at that moment, the volcano erupts. Jesus. And then it's like, how do we get everyone out of the town? But again, it's like you have to create because the because the villain in the movie is a is a stationary mountain that just like spews lava. You have to create tension in other ways. So like logic would dictate like the moment the tornado or sorry, the moment the volcano starts erupting, just like leave. Like you like what you should do is just leave. But because Sarah Connor's grandma lives on a house at the top of Dante's Peak, and she's like, she's like a salty old broad, and she's like, I, I grew, I was born in this house, and I'll die in this house. No one's making me leave this house. And they're like, oh, Bitch, yeah. there's fire coming from the mountain. Like, I, I get that you're like hokey, but like, it's a volcano. It's not, it's not like the government's like, you know, trying to take your corn. It's like, it's a volcano erupting. Like, let's go. And she's like, no. So they have to go up to the mountain, like the the erupting volcano. They have to go up the mountain towards the erupting volcano to save the grandma. Oh, come on. And then, and I, I feel like movies do this all the time. And then, so that was, so that's really like the central, like the way that like the things happen like the way the movie happens is like a big chunk of this movie is like the mission to go rescue grandma. And and so they get to the point where they've rescued grandma and now they have to escape down the mountain. And as they've, uh, and at this point the eruptions way worse, right? It was like just starting when they realized they had to go up the mountain. Now it's been a while. So it's like getting bad. Okay. Uh, and so they, the road that the road that leads down the mountain is blocked by lava. They like try driving the car through the lava and it doesn't go good. Um, <laughs> so then, That's so what expect. Fucking and like, don't think about the geography here, but b- they can't drive the car down the mountain. So they go back up the mountain where there's a lake and they're going to cross the lake 
and that'll get them back to town. So in this movie, lakes go downhill, but not, but they're flat. Um, and so this, so they, they find a boat, like a random boat that as, as one does, like leaves a boat on the side of a lake unattended. And they get in the boat and they cross the lake. And then as they're like, as they're like half a football field away from shore on the, on the, like the safe side of the lake, the like safe from the volcano side of the lake, Mm -hmm. uh, the boat stops working and they're like, what the fuck is going on? The boat stopped working and they pull the motor out and it's like been dissolved and they're like, Oh shit. The volcano turned the lake water into acid. <laughs> and then, and it's like, fuck, we're fucked. Cause we don't have a paddle. And then they, and then the, and then they realize that the acid has started dissolving the hull of the boat. And so like now, like suddenly now there's like, smoky bubbles coming up through the boat. Oh god. Uh and then the grandma that they went through all this shit to save. Like all this is for you grandma. She jumps out of the boat into the water and then like pulls the boat to shore. Um so that everyone's saved or like is saved from I don't know, a couple feet of water that is acidic, I guess. Uh, and, and the acid is so bad that it like dissolves her skin. So they make it to shore. She immediately collapses on the shore. You see her skin's all like red and stuff and like acided, but then she saves everyone. So you're like, all right, bitch, we came up this mountain to save you. And like, I guess you redeemed yourself by saving us. But then all of the, now that you're dead, all of this was pointless. Like we just like 45 minutes of this movie was about you and you just like died. Jesus. Um, and fucked. so now they're, yeah, now they're like out of the, uh, away from like the mountain, but now it's like, now the eruption's really bad and like everyone's out of the town, but it's too late for them to get out in time. So Pierce Brosnan, so they, I, they find like another car. He has to like go back to his volcano office to like get some equipment that's important for like reading how volcanoes work. And it's like, it's, you can't, like, if he loses it, then it's like, this was all for nothing. Uh-huh. So they go back to his volcano office and they get the equipment and then they get his like volcano Jeep and they, and he drives it into a mine. He like, you know, drives like full speed into a mine. And then when he does it, the mine collapses and, and because they're like in a collapsed mine, they're protected from like the pyroclastic flow and like vo- lava from the volcano, I guess. And then that, and then the movie then the eruptions over and the like army corps of engineers like clears out the mine, like knows they're there for some reason and clears all the rubble out of the mine and then they're saved. And then like, as with twister where Helen hunt and bill Paxton, like fall in love through being inside of a tornado, obviously this like divorcee mayor and Pierce Brosnan, like fall in love because they're, they were like survived a volcano together. So. Okay. It's pretty sad. <laughs> and natural, natural disaster ones aren't anything to play with. Oh, they're so I mean, that genre of movie in the, like, like I said, like 1995 to like 2001 uh, was so good. And then obviously like, Roland Emmerich and like Christian Bale and stuff like really took that to its like 
extreme with like oh, a yeah. lot of special effects and like those movies became like there is no conflict it's just a movie about special effects and like those are fine but like they're different mm. like you can't really beat the like 90s like low stakes disaster like ultimate like like a, every Roland Emmerich movie now or not how, how long has been but like that what that they had was the stakes were always like the world is ending like this is an, an earthquake that destroyed the state of California or like this is a flood that's destroying the entire planet. Like the stakes of Dante's peak were uh, like, like an Aspen Colorado esque town has yeah. to deal with volcanic eruption. The stakes of Twister were like a group of people who professionally chase storms were, were upset at the fact that tornadoes had affected their lives personally in a lot of ways you're like well the logical thing to do would be like move away from the tornado alley stop chasing them you know it's like if you were like if your job as you described it was like i seek out dogs and i punch them (laughs) and then and you were like my daddy was bit by a dog and dogs just bite my family and you're like maybe don't punch them in the face Mm. you know um, but I liked the low stakes disaster where you have to really get me to care about the fact that this like bumpkin has beef with a tornado. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that bumpkin drop right there. Yeah. I respect it, dude like not a bad word what are you talking about no i just pulled it pulled it out of the vault was a great way to (laughs) got their ass dude yeah yeah coming for you helen (laughs) cheaper by the dozen all right pops you got a shout out uh nope All right. Uh, well, uh, shouts out. Um, there we go. Shouts out Chili's. Yep. Even if Nashville hot chicken crispers are not good, you're still great. Um, shouts out 90s disaster movies. Um, and also shouts out uh, Fat Bastard from... Austin Austin. Powers. Hell yeah. What a great shout out. All right. Shout out to everybody. Shout out Regis Philman. RIP. That is the end of the episode. Bye bye. We love you. Subscribe and download. Join the fucking Reddit now.